show to do, you know? One time for your mom. Let's go to sleep. Tune in. Are we cheersing to Kanye becoming the next Bachelor? Cheers to Kanye becoming the next Bachelor. Mm. Oh, damn. Whew. I did like that one. Well, uh, now I know to keep it on the subscription. <laughs> For when we start our next podcast together. Yes. Mm-hmm. We should definitely do a sports one together. I think it would be fun. You got to come up with the questions. I will. That's I'll let you control it. So I get to host? Sure, you can host. <gasps> Stop that right now. If you come up with the material, I'll I'll be I'll be the uh, the questions. The color commentary. No, I'll just be the I'll just be the show personnel. You know what I mean? All right. You can be the director. <clears throat> but we can talk about it. We should definitely do it though. But you want to pick off where we left off last time? Well, hi everybody. Oh yeah, I guess I should say. <laughs> Listen, it's been long existing existing. Wow. See, I can't even talk. It's been a long exhausting week. Been a week, my friends. You know what I mean? But hey, I'm on the pursuit of happiness, and I know. <laughs> mm. Well, you want to say hi? What's up, everyone? How are we? That was our intro. That was the intro. There it is. Did my hair. I put on my chain. I got my notes. I have my hat. <laughs> my pick. This is my new look until I decide what I want to do with my hair. I'm going to have my hair done, I think, actually. I don't know if I want to go short again, hmm. or if I want to keep it, like, long and, like, keep curling it. Because it's funny, like, Rocky the other day at work was like, I've never seen you with short hair. I don't know what you look like. And I was like, a lot of people don't know what I look like with short hair. The only reason my hair was long was because of COVID. Yeah. Like, I grew my hair out, and I was like, all right, well, since it's long, like, mm-hmm. I might as well. My cousin, he told me to, like, get a curl brush and, like, do it that way. And I was like, all mm-hmm. right, I guess I'll, I'll go that way. And here we are. I either might curl it or just look? pick it. You know how Giannis has like the curly top and everything? Like yes. the, that's how that's how That's I've like been. what my stepbrother is trying to do right now is yeah. just like a bunch, but he has a curl pattern like crazy. So it's just a bunch of curls and then like nothing. That's it. <laughs> gotta go with the fade on the side. Yeah. I don't know it what looks, the hell when, that his was. <laughs> when his hair is <laughs> done, it looks good. That's like how all my cousins are at this point, and like all of my younger siblings are. Because my brother, like my biological brother is twenty, right? So he has his own and he's also just like different so he has his own thing going he's on different. but like <laughs> yep, <he's different. laughs> but um like my cousins and my younger brother they all have the like crazy up top and then fade i like it though i don't mind it have you seen me with short hair i think so yeah sure. not for very long because no. we didn't work too much together at I, can't, I can't believe it's almost a year now what are we gonna do for corona birthday <laughs> I don't know. We're going to have a celebration. It's a celebration, bitches. <laughs> I'm hoping it's a, like, a vaccination party. I'm getting wine, and I'm just getting started, bitches. Cheers to our... <laughs> whatever. Cheers to part two. <laughs> cheers to part two. Of this? Hopefully of this. not of COVID. I'm not choosing to part two of COVID. No, not part two of COVID. All right. Ready? Ready. So we left off at week four, which is when we get the first round of New Girls. So there's five of them. So it goes Brittany, which is the one that made out with Matt, like right out the car. Yeah. And all the girls in the house hated her. We have Ryan, who's the dancer. Michelle, who eventually gets a one-on-one. Catalina, who is like the pageant girl. They're who gets her crown had, taken. 
She had a crab like snatched off. Yeah, of her she head. said, "I'm the queen." <laughs> <laughs> you don't deserve this. She was like, "So, like, I'm Victoria, like the queen." I just the amount of times this girl says "like" and literally makes me feel very bad as a white girl because I do really like those words, but it's just not. It's not. Nah, everyone uses "like" a lot, mm-hmm. but she took it to a new level. She. I don't I'll like say the she, word like she, anymore. She took it to a new level in a sense of <laughs> she really she really just snatched it off her head though. I know she, she did. had no fear like. And the other girls in the background were like, "Oh my god, Victoria!" And no, I'm like, like "Why didn't you say like hello?" Some of some of her traits are attractive. I'll I'll say that. No, I, I won't lie. Like she's not scared to like be a bitch. <laughs> Like it's sometimes funny. You know what? To, it's sometimes funny to see that shit or yeah, have a, have that friend. It's like you know what I mean. You're gonna yeah. be like because like she could be joking, but like she's part serious too. Like mm-hmm. I mean, sure she's Karen, but at the same time, like <laughs> some Karens are fun. Like she seems like a fun Karen. You know what I mean? I mean, I think this is what this is what gets me about Victoria as a person. Like for me, I would like to carry my life where a decent amount of people like me. Like I won't shy away from conflict, yeah. right? Like if someone does me wrong, but at the same time, I don't want to be one of those people that's like, see, I, now I'm like really reflecting nah, when I say the word like, but you know what I mean? Like I don't do want to be one of those people where people only feel like they like me if I'm on their side. You know what I mean? No. And that's where I feel like her, a lot of conflict with her comes in. Because if she's nice to you, you're almost like scared of her. Because yeah. you don't want her to suddenly turn on you. Because now you see how she treats other people that she doesn't like. And I don't really think that's okay. I've had friends like that. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I just stick to the plan. I'm just going to do... But I, I mean, no, a lot of people do worry about that shit. Like, obviously, you don't want, like, some people, like... Obviously, when you were young, like, you wanted to be nice to the rich kid. Now I was joking. <laughs> Selectively. You yeah, wanted to be, like, cool exactly. with the rich kid. Like, so you, you got into the house of the You didn't really want to be his friend. Like, you just like to sleep Unless over he his... was a genuinely good person. Or she was a genuinely no, good person. No. So, mm. Saturday morning breakfast out was lit. We didn't always do that as a kid at my house. But when we went That's over true. to those sleepovers, we would go to Texas Roadhouse. What do you want for dinner, Jordan? I want the 24-ounce bone-in ribeye <laughs> with the chili. <laughs> I want it all. Thank you for being my friend, Timmy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a time. Okay, so, all right, we have another dumb group date. I'm pretty sure this is, like, the squirrel. This is the box. Oh. <laughs> no, the box, that's the moment. Um, that was, that was funny. Um, last time I said a bunch of times, I think my key phrase was, we'll get to that. So all the things that I said we'll get to, we're getting to today. So the big conflict of this episode though is when Anna does her teeth thing and bears that that was awful but she starts a rumor about bit uh Brittany being an escort yeah so I wrote uh, I have a lot of feelings about this so I'm gonna say <laughs> for those of you listening on the podcast Jordan just did like the teeth thing where he's just like <laughs> yeah, that's, that's how she gets uh, down. But she doesn't normally talk like that. It was just, like, this situation. It was kind of weird. Yeah. But, so let's, like, break this down a little bit, because there are definitely two angles to it. So, first of all, if this is true, now you are spreading, like, now you're spreading this awful fact about this person. True. On where, national TV. On national TV, 
um, you're, again, like, ruining somebody's life, right? So you're shaming sex workers, you're spreading her news on national TV. Right. That, and who knows, like, if sex... I don't know what the rules even, of sex work even, in Chicago are. Like, who knows if this is legal? Even so that could get her TV. arrested. Hey, like, my fault. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, this you're is like, This is your podcast. Even, no, I'm just saying, like, even <laughs> saying that, like, on TV, like, even yeah. if you're not trying to shame her, like, people at home that might be, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. what are you trying to say? Like... Mm-hmm. And then the second angle is if this is not true like you're now spreading an awful rumor and still shaming sex workers exactly. which is not a good thing not at you know all. so like my big question is why anna keeps coming back to on multiple occasions oh it's like the messages that i've got and i think right. that's bullshit yeah she's like, lying she's trying to make it how easy. and she keeps saying chicago is a small town and i'm pretty sure chicago is like the third biggest city two in the baseball United teams. States. like <laughs> You're big enough for two baseball teams? Right. Okay. Sure. So, all right. So my first question to you is, especially considering how the rest of the season goes, do you think that ABC and production ramped up this drama specifically and, like, overall, like, the bullshit specifically because it was Matt's season? (sighs) Matt's a strong brother. I will say this because uh, there's so many ways you could have won about this. (laughs) And... It makes me feel like it's sad to say, like, there was an episode, I think I said this last time, I can't remember if I did or not, mm-hmm. of the Chappelle show about the mad real world. I don't know if you ever seen the Chappelle show. Mm-mm. But he's always like, when Chappelle show, he's like, I feel like MTV always takes one black person and puts him in a house with six of the craziest white people. I have seen this. So that way, he can just look like he's crazy. But it was like, what if we did that? But <laughs> the and it's kind of like, I don't know, sometimes I watch it, so I'm just like, damn, they really are throwing every single, like, testament, I feel like, at a man to, like, be challenged about mm-hmm. how you could take so many different things. Yeah. Like, how you deal with all the drama, how you, like, go about it. Mm-hmm. And he just, like, looks such as, like, a humble man. Like, he just seems respectful of everybody and caring about people's name outside of mm-hmm. the Bachelor brand, the ABC brand. Yeah. Like, I feel like he's being, like, genuinely caring about people's feelings and stuff on TV. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know. I would agree with that. I think that he, like, a phrase that I've seen a lot carried about this, like, concerning this season is he holds space for people. Meaning, like, he really wants the girls to be authentic and vulnerable and, like, all of the good things. Just because, like, you are expected to do a lot in a six-week time period. No, That is so much, right? So this is the part where, like, the rumor comes out, right? So there, of course, there are so many whispers because the person that Anna tells it to first is Victoria. So we all know it's then suddenly going everywhere. But Brittany is clearly very affected by this. Also, I would like to point this out, too. I think this is so, like, rich of Anna to be doing this, especially when there's photo evidence of her being a bottle girl. So being a bottle girl and a potential sex worker are two totally different things. But, like, they kind of fall under the same tree. Like, yeah. I'm very much make your cash however you need to make your cash, right? Yeah. But at the same time, like, who are you exactly. to say? I don't know why she's acting like there's anything wrong with OnlyFans, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of accountants out there. Exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. You make that cash however you need to One. make that cash. Cheers to that. <laughs> when I, I don't even think I talked about this last time. Last time, mm-hmm. Matt's laugh. I'm, I, I do that all the time now. 
No, no, like, I'll do it next time I laugh. <laughs> next time I laugh, when something comes up, or even just the perfect opportunity, I'm just going to randomly do it. It might look like I have Tourette's being saying, like, Bob Saget, but I'm, I'll just be doing the laugh. So. Matt has a good laugh. Okay, so Michelle is the first new girl to get a one-on-one date, and everybody has feelings about this. So she is a teacher, and she's from Minnesota. So their, like, key deep conversation is about struggling during the pandemic and the Black Lives Matter movement. So what did you think of her when you saw her either come out the limo or, like, when they went on this very cute, like, obstacle course date? Yeah. And, like, what did you just, like, in general, what did you think of her? Um, personally, like, I think later when she got, when they get further and further and further down, it's just like, all right, like, she, she doesn't like, she's not like a standout girl. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, actually, most of the girls left are kind of like background girls to me, but like, they're the ones that I feel like, as someone, as the bachelor, if you're really looking for a wife, those are just the ones that seem like they had the most to be compatible with. Yeah. And, and it's just like, she got good feedback from like, I mean, this is later episodes down, but like from her kids and everything. Mm-hmm. And it's just like her kids like liked her. Like, you know what I mean? They mm-hmm. were grilling them, you know, which is a, we'll, we'll talk about that. <laughs> but yeah. So overall, you think your first impression of her was like positive? Like, yeah. I mean, she seemed like she had her head on straight. You know yeah. what I mean? She and seemed she, like a normal person. Exactly. That's that's the main thing. That's what I, that's what I pretty much should have just said out loud. Like she's normal. Like she's not yeah. psycho. Mm-hmm. Michael, take your pick. <laughs> Jackson, Tyson, Jordan, game six. <laughs> all right. Um, okay, so the group date that you were talking about where they're fighting. Yes. This is also the end of Poor it. Poor Serena. Oh, okay. <laughs> so they fight. They box. They, like, trade with, um, I think it's, like, an ex-UFC fighter. I don't remember her name, but her outfit was, like, phenomenal. Um, <laughs> but apparently Matt actually ends the fights because he's like, this is too much. Everybody yeah. is clearly angry <laughs> about something. It's just, so I just haven't like figured it out yet. <laughs> Serena P, this poor little girl, like little she's as she's hundred pounds, so she is what? small. Like she's five. His right two, arm weighs more than her. Probably, like at least his right thigh <laughs> definitely <laughs> weighs more than she does. Um, but she got smacked right in the middle of the face. First of all, I don't know who would want to punch this girl that hard. She no. doesn't really cause many. Who was she? Who was she in the ring against? Against? I had no clue. Against I don't against. Remember. <laughs> <laughs> I just said against against. Okay. Okay. <laughs> cool. So. And then the key, like, cliffhanger at the end of this episode is Katie snitches. Because there's a lot of talk about whether it's, like, varsity versus JV. But basically we come back to, like, the old girls, the first round of girls versus the new girls. Yeah. Um, so Katie snitches. And usually in this situation, snitches get stitches. But it yeah. doesn't appear that that happens. So... In your view, do snitches get stitches, or do you think that this was justified? Snitches do get stitches, and so last night I was catching up on the reading, and I fell asleep halfway through because I was exhausted. But like, I'll bring it up later. But pretty much what they were, I guess, what they were kind of saying is just like I kind of see it. Like, mm-hmm. did she need to speak up? I mean, maybe. Would I have done it? How would I have looked at a girl in the house if they were to do that to me? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, you do want to know what's going on, but at the same time, like, I mean, honestly, she might have gotten dismissed right after that. Matt might have not liked it, but like you said with the editing, who knows? Maybe they made it wait for her around since she mm-hmm. was, you know, speaking up and getting a couple of views and it's yeah. like that. So, like, all right, we'll make her stay around a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. We'll mix this up. We'll mix that up. But she, like, what if he got rid of her, like, right after that? Because, like, because he even said, like, 
he wasn't feeling it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, he took on a one-on-one to do that. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously it gets to the point where he starts doing it, but at the same time, yeah. like, mm-hmm. it wasn't too soon after, you know. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, the lead will always have control about who they want to take on, like, one-on-one dates. And yeah. generally who they want to include on group dates. It was a lot easier for him to kind of pick just because there were so many girls this time. Like, in the beginning weeks, like, I would say, like, weeks one through three, like, there were some girls who only had, like, the rose ceremony cocktail party to talk to him because they just, like, didn't have the space for their plans. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think that Katie, I agree with you. Like, in general, don't snitch. But if that's how you really, if you were really feeling that strongly and that was your only course of action, like, this yeah. happens every single season, sometimes more than once. So, like, who's to say like, that it wouldn't happen again either? I don't know. Like, if it were me, I don't know if I would be, like, if I were you, like, I would talk to the other girls in the house about mm-hmm. how they feel about how things yeah. are going. Do you think that it was justified in this situation specifically because it was related to this rumor about Brittany being an escort? Because in my head, not to put anything in your head, but, like, in my view, this time was, like, actually different. Captain called us chumps. That's rude. <laughs> <laughs> he said, what's the topic? Same thing as it was last time, Kevin. Yeah, Kevin, where you been at? Damn. Kevin actually, look at this. Kevin's ruining Bachelor time. We're talking about The Bachelor, Kevin. The Bachelor. This is part two. <laughs> this is the second episode well, of listen it. listen to part one, please. Yeah, listen and to part up. one. We Let me know what you think about it. This. Chump. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I missed the last one. I know. It's all good. I appreciate you. Thanks for tuning in, Kevin. <laughs> We're talking about The Bachelor now. And the question, Bachelor is garbage. <laughs> well... She, she agrees. She stopped watching. And that's why we're doing this, because there's a lot of garbage to be talked about. What kind of garbage are we talking about? So do you think that Katie snitching was justified because oh. of the gravity of the situation? You know what I mean? Like, because it wasn't just like, these girls are being mean to me. It's like, they're spreading a rumor about someone being a sex worker on that. Yeah, I, I just I would be, I feel like she, at the same time, like, that is that is real, because she is looking out for him, too, because, like, what if, like, that's going down, and it's just, like, like, people might view him later, like, watching the show, like, oh, he let this girl stay, and he knew she was this, and then people, like, will judge him for it, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, and even though that's a crazy angle for me to take, but I know how it would go, like, this is what happened on this season, mm-hmm. and I mean, I don't know, I, I told you, it is tough, because it's like, you want to say something? Nah, you know what? Fuck that. I'm old. Cause I nah, and honestly, honestly, when people at work fuck up, mm. I go right over to the man. I'm like, yeah, what the fuck are they doing? Like that's exactly what I say. I'm like, go get your man's, go get your boy. You know what I mean? Like that's exactly what I say. Yeah. So pretty much, that's pretty much the same thing. Now that I think about it, cause I mean, at the same time, I'd be wanting to say something, but I'd be too mad. I'd be too frustrated. So like, I gotta walk away. Mm. But I mean, I guess yeah, she. If you feel a certain type of way about something, I guess you should speak up. Mm-hmm. Even if it is kind of, I guess they call that dry snitching. That's what they call it. Well, let's like unpack this a little bit more and then we'll move on to the next episode. Because that's yeah. like my favorite one. But, um, so she is like the only girl in the house that thinks this way. Besides the new girls. So this is like a phrase that gets brought up a lot. Is like the house is toxic. It's hostile. It's not a good environment. Yeah. Right? So she, Katie, Katie's also older. She's one of the older ones. She's 29. 29. I think she turns 30, like, during the course of the show. 
Oh, and she's ready for her husband too. Yeah, she is. That's why she's like, listen, I'm not here. She's like, I'm not here for this child behavior. I'm a grown woman. Okay, that's, yeah, Katie, you did the right thing. Yeah, that's kind I, of evil. I stand corrected. You did the right thing. You're not there to deal with fucking 19 year old fucking kids' masks. Like, go go hit the books, girl. Come on, stop playing. This is the bachelor. I'm looking for a husband. You're trying to finish college. No offense. Congratulations. I'm already in the career. Like, come yeah. on, stop playing with me. Girl. Well, that's like, that's like, there's very, there's very much two sides of the, this is what she felt she had to do because she is trying to play, right? Like she is either trying to play something or this is what she felt she had to do to just protect these girls clearly walking into a hostile environment. No, no. And a lot of people are saying like, she is 29 at this point. No, Meanwhile, the meet like the average age of everybody else, I'm pretty sure is like 25. I wouldn't even say that. 19. Rachel's 24. Mm-hmm. No Michelle one's 19, was... by the way. <laughs> it's just Kit. She's 21, and we started. My bad. Kit is 21. I mm-hmm. said 19. My fault. And Matt said, we might get there at some point, and I think Ooh. that'll be the day I stop watching this program. What if someone's like, like 19 on the bachelor? Oh hell! But even no. still, at 21, like you don't want no husband, you don't want no wife. Yeah. I mean, maybe she you do, but then if you do, like you're in church every Sunday, and you're gonna have a family of six in five years. So and like, you won't even be 30. So. No, exactly. No, like All you right. get married that young, you really have, you really in love. <laughs> Or you just, ooh, okay. I'm not even going to comment on that. Yeah. All right. Let's go to the episode where Victoria goes home. Her favorite. Yay! <laughs> so, she, like, tries to, like, laughing, saying this. She tries to make some, like, grand exit. And that dead just looks at her. Yeah. Like, right? I have nothing left to say to you. Ha, 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 <laughs> Everyone just heard me wheeze into the microphone again. <laughs> I'm so self-conscious of that. No, girl, it's uh, fine. Uh, I sound like a deflating tire. Anyway, so the lead up to that is Victoria does get called out by name by Ryan, who is one of the new girls. And Victoria says some dumb shit. She calls her a hoe for being a dancer. Yeah. I don't understand that at all. Like, it's just the amount what of... What did she say to Matt again? Which one? Victoria, when Matt was like, you called her a hoe. Oh, and she was like, that was taken totally out of context. And then he's like, what context is that appropriate? And she just says nothing. Silence. Silencio. (laughs) So, basically, the beginning of week five of episode five is Matt comes in and finally, like, not finally, I feel like he's been fine, but he Mm -hmm. takes charge of the situation. He's like... There is this rumor going around, I'm not here for this. If you feel like you need to tear other women down to build yourself up, that's not what I'm looking for. And we're like, woo! (laughs) Yes, sir, looking fine in your suit. Get out of here. (laughs) Stop it, boy. You you go, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Me, like, the whole time. My family cheered when Victoria went home. It was very funny. Um, But basically, the girls just start seeing, like, the light at the end of the tunnel. There's an apology tour that starts... And the new girls simply aren't buying in. That's pretty much what happens. So there we are. That's it. So now we transition to Rachel, the contestant, because we will bring up multiple Rachels. But she gets the first one-on-one, and it's an expensive shopping spree. Like, Matt gives her red bottoms, and I won't lie, I got a little bit jealous. So No, that shit was wild to watch. Yeah. As a guy, do you like spoiling your girl in that way? Like, if you had unlimited funds, like, I mean, talk to me about that. I'm a spoiler. Okay. That's I, cute. I, I, I love to spoil. I don't know why. It's really bad. It's a bad habit. It's a bad trait. Like, Why do you say that? 
I don't know. Hmm. I mean, sometimes every time I spoil, which is every chance I get because I want to, mm-hmm. I just always think in the back of my head, don't save her. She don't want to be snowed. <laughs> Shout out to Cole. It is. It, it's just hard because, like, you want to. As I feel like, as a real man, like you always want to like spoil your girl, no matter okay. what, no matter what, no matter what it is, mm-hmm. with whatever she wants. You know, it doesn't have to be like money or anything, but sometimes that's just always the easiest thing. Mm-hmm. And I mean, girls don't want that, but at the same time, like, I don't know. It's definitely appreciated if it's like a surprise or it comes every once in a while. Like, yeah. Rachel seemed genuinely happy and surprised on the date. And do I think that she is an incredibly materialistic person? Like, I don't know her. Who's to say? But Maybe I that's what he saw on her, too. What do you mean? Like, that's maybe, her thing? Maybe, like, if he, if, if he does end up picking her, like, maybe he could see, like, a younger girl that he just wants to spoil who's attractive mm-hmm. and just, like, looks up... T- like, maybe he works to spoil his girl. Maybe mm-hmm. that's what he wants. Maybe that's, mm-hmm. like, how he picked her. Like, mm-hmm. sometimes that can come into it. You know what I mean? Like, you mm-hmm. want to spoil her and, like, make her, yeah. I don't know, bring her up, I guess, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's interesting, I will say. So, on the night portion of their day, so he buys her this, like, gorgeous dress. Yeah. Well, I don't know if he buys anything. I think it's production. Do yeah. you think so? Would she you? go back home, too. <laughs> I know. The girls at the same. But he got to, she walked in. She, like, walked in with all of these bags and all of this stuff, and I was like, damn. How would you have felt as another girl Ooh, on the show? I was, I was sitting on my couch was pissed off. <laughs> like, mostly, like, for my friends who know me, like, I do love shopping. Yeah. I do love, like, researching designer things. My dream pair of shoes is a pair of Louboutins I buy myself. So, like, for Noelle, personally, I was like, damn, I wish I was me. Shoot. Like, but <laughs> <laughs> that was probably how the other girls felt. Like, I had to do a group date crawling through the mud, but you got a shopping spree? Like, what is that? <laughs> so that's funny. Um, so they get to the night portion of their date, fancy dinner, as per usual, and they said that they were, like, falling for each other i was super surprised by this were you super surprised by this it's gonna suck to say this out loud but watching that knowing what you knowing knowing what you know now before Mm -hmm. like for matt it's just like he's a good looking dude rachel's a very good looking girl Mm -hmm. and it's it's it sucks as, as much as it sucks to say out loud People like to see good-looking people with good-looking people. Oh, yeah. That's, like, a whole premise of, like, so their levels of, of attractiveness. Like, you're generally dating someone at your level. Yeah. Or, like, maybe and, one above, maybe one below. It just looks good together. They both yeah. look very attractive. They're the couple mm-hmm. I see at first watch, 9 a.m., dressed in their walk, dressed in their outfits to go on a Saturday morning jog before the jog or after the jog. You know what I mean? They're eating yeah. their triathlete breakfast and they're eating their oatmeal. With, with, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Having their coffee black, no cream, you know, that's 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 literally how I picture them. <laughs> yeah. So it's just like, and it's just like, they both look good. Like, wow, she's attractive, he's mm-hmm. attractive. Because, I mean, she's very attractive. Mm-hmm. So, she's pretty. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't know. Sometimes you just, and it's just like, if you really want to be realistic, like, I felt like they meshed well. They looked like they meshed well. So mm-hmm. to hear that, it's before, like, any of the other girls, like, not saying any of the other girls aren't attractive. Yeah. They are in their own, every, everybody's attractive in their own way. Mm-hmm. But, like, it looked like for him, it just looked like that's what meshed well together. Yeah, the way that he looked at her, I think, was super different. Yeah. 
well, not super different. I think, like, you can, like, in this scenario, you do have, like, multiple strong relationships, right? But she was definitely on the level of, like, Final Four yeah. already. Yeah, no, you knew. You yeah. knew. I, mm-hmm. I watched that, and I said, this girl's going to go far. Yeah. She's going to, you know what I mean? But simultaneously, I was also surprised to hear that, like, oh, I, she, I'm pretty sure she said something along the lines of, like, I'm either falling for you or falling, starting to fall in love with you. And a lot of myself included, a lot of the viewers as well were just like, where did this come from? It's like because it's production already tried to focus on bullshit drama. It's, so we didn't actually see anything forming because they had such good drama on their hands already. Whoever says I love you first always has the most... Actually, who has the most balls doing it? The person saying it or the person receiving it? Are we talking in the bachelor world or out of and the bachelor world? Out of the bachelor world in general. There's a lot mm-hmm. of pressure on both sides. What if you don't say it back? What if you're not ready to say it back? Do you say it back? Do you say the same thing back? Like, I'm... Do you say thank you for sharing? Well, no. No, no. It's funny. It's funny. Because in Liar Liar, like when they're on the airplane and they're like about to fly away. Yeah. After like Jim Carrey messes up and mm-hmm. she was... The guy, Jerry's like, I love you. And she was like... <laughs> she was like, thank you. Yeah. He's like, that's not quite the answer I was looking for. Like... Yeah. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. That's so situational. Like, I... Ugh. If someone said thank you, I'd walk away. <laughs> I think that too, but oh, I don't know. That's hard. Um, so I will say after this is the episode that after this I stopped watching because right. to tie in all of the like post production crap. Um, this is when a lot of the allegations and a lot not even allegations. This is when a lot of the evidence of Rachel's past, frankly, racist behavior and social media activity and a lot of stuff about her came to light. We're not quite at the Chris Harrison part yet, but this is when like a lot of social media about her blew up. Yeah. So that's when I was like, I don't want to participate in this anymore. So this is the perfect time to plug my sources, which again are chicks in the office, bachelor recaps, the bachelor and bachelor fan take on YouTube. (laughs) Um, Okay. So after all of this, we have another group date. Um, Abigail, who was our first impression, Rose, reveals a lot about her family trauma surrounding her deafness. So I believe that if not all of her siblings, one of her sisters is also deaf as well. And she reveals that her dad actually left her family after they got their implants. And there's a very strong possibility that if slash when she has children, she will also, they will also be deaf as well. So again, revealing a lot of deep stuff super early on in the relationship. What are your thoughts? Did you have any, like, strong feelings when you heard that? It sucks because, like, you don't want shit like that to play a part if you've developed a relationship with somebody. Mm -hmm. And it's just, like, she did the right thing. As soon as she had a one-on-one, I don't feel like... It's it's tough to tie this season because, like, with something like that, do you pull them aside and tell them before? Does he know beforehand? Does he know anything about it? No, so he learns everything in real time, which is actually a key, like... I don't want to say defense... But almost a defense. It's a key thing that Matt keeps saying, especially in his post-show interviews. Is like, I am also learning about everybody real-time in the show and post-show. Like, yeah. post-filming. Yeah. So, I, I, felt very, I felt very sad for her. Because it clearly showed that it was weighing a lot on her being. And this is something that she clearly thinks a lot about when she does enter into relationships. Yeah. No, I mean... It sucks for when you do have something wrong and you start to feel like you found somebody. You mm-hmm. don't want it to like ruin it, but you have yeah. to be honest because 
Because you have to be honest. You can't hide it forever. You mm-hmm. can't hide everything forever. So, yeah. so the second one-on-one date um, was Kit, the youngest contestant on this season. She's 21. She's the one with 19, the... No, <laughs> <laughs> she's the one with the uh, fashion designer mother. So she has the second one-on-one date. It's very casual. They actually just go to Matt's, like, apartment, house, living situation, and bake. Um, She clearly has a super privileged life because of her mother. Um, But a lot of people actually found it very hard to sympathize with her when she was telling her story about how she, like, is, like, hard to find connections and stuff. So, like, what do you think about her? Say that one more time. So Kit has a super privileged life, and she doesn't hide that. But she does essentially say that there are a lot of downsides that come to that. It's not all sunshine and roses. Yeah. Right. So did you sympathize at all with her when you watched that back or not? The face you're making shows me not really for people to say this on podcast. <laughs> I don't know. It's tough because I'm old. I'm washed up. If a 21 year old told me that she's had to go through a lot, I mean, maybe she has, I'm not going to doubt it because there's things out there, but at the same time, like, I don't know. It's, it, it's hard for me. I'm a very hard person to like sympathize with. Mm-hmm. Like, when people bitch to me about, like, not having time or, like, being too busy or, like, working too much, mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh, word. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. <laughs> and yeah. it's just, like, and it's just, like, I feel like some <clears throat> the way some people say it, they try to, like, it's either for attention mm-hmm. or they're just trying to, like, I guess, I don't even know. I, I feel like, actually, at the end of the day, it's mostly for attention. Yeah. And that's why and half the time I'm just like, yeah, man. I, or maybe them justifying, like, oh, my life is also hard. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It depends. I mean, some people... It, dep- it honestly depends on how I see you work, too. Like, if you mm-hmm. work lazy okay. and then, like, you say, like, well, I have to do this, this, and this, but you have, like, a la- lot of lazy habits, I'm just going to be like, you fucking liar. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? all right, well, there are some things we can change about that, so cool. <laughs> Let's Kevin me lazy. That's a lie. <laughs> how many jobs do you have? A bunch. So many. No, I do everything. Yeah. I do as much as I can. I never mm-hmm. stop. The internet can. The internet could. I don't know where I'm going. <laughs> I'm right. just gonna keep sitting on one. Okay, I'm, sounds good. Continue. Continue. <laughs> All right. So let's bring up her age, though. So she, again, the youngest contestant on this season, and definitely one of the youngest ones ever. She's 21, still in college, and almost a decade younger than Matt. Would you personally be comfortable? We talked about this a little bit last time, but would you yeah. personally be comfortable dating someone that much younger than you? And in a very different life stage than you. So, I'm not gonna, I don't wanna look ridiculous saying this out loud. We work at PJ Williams. Mm-hmm. I'll say that. So, first things first, I will speak for most men in America when I say, depending on how old you are, Matt's still young, 28, not quite 30 yet. Mm-hmm. But once you get a certain age, it depends on what you want in your life, too. Yeah. Obviously, if you deal with an older girl, there's gonna be a lot more commitments and a lot more. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Young girls, they just want to have fun. So at the end of the day, they don't want men don't want to be feel like they're being like pressured or put in situations or asked a lot of questions. They just mm-hmm. they just want to like I don't want to say not be bothered, but like I feel like a lot of men out there think with younger girls they can still kind of like live their life because hmm. okay. the young girl's gonna live her life. Mm-hmm. So I mean, at the end of the day, like I I don't know if that'll play into Matt's decision, like keeping the older girls are like it's tough too because like even with like the middle-aged girls it's still kind of gonna be like a gap not as big as a gap actually now that i think about it but mm-hmm. 
Because he's how old again? 20... I would say 28 or 29. He's, yeah, he's 28 yeah. or 29. Which is, like, generally... So even someone... Generally the his... average age for the lead, not the contestants. The contestants mm. vary so much. But for the lead, besides Claire, who was two bachelorettes ago, like, well, not really. Anyways, but besides her, in general, it's, like, late 20s, early 30s. For both the bachelor and the bachelorette, which I think is important. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess dating a younger girl wouldn't be that big of an issue, but at the same time, I guess it dep- it. I guess it depends on what kind of vibe they bring off. I don't. Mm-hmm. It, it all depends too. Like some twenty-one-year-olds could be like, they can have their shit together. They can have a whole plan. They can still bust their ass, but at the mm-hmm. same time, they're still twenty-one. So all those traits would still be there. Mm-hmm. All the, the certain cert, the certain like urges to do this and do that, go mm-hmm. out, but like still work, but like still like be a twenty-one-year-old. Like mm-hmm. sometimes that's exciting. Like sometimes maybe you do want to go out on a Tuesday night and then show up hungover to your job the next day. You know yeah. what I mean? But I don't know. Yeah, I think it's one of those, like, situational things where it very much, like, matters on the person, right? Because Kit has, like, she works hard, I think. Again, don't really know that much about her. But, like, it it totally matters. Like, if you're dating just your average, what would they be in college? A college junior, senior? That's totally different than someone who has an established life and business regardless of how, like, they got there. You know what I mean? No, I know. So... But I also, I don't know, the college thing really trips me up, personally. Like, because, No, I know. That's... We talked about this last time, but it matters that it's not necessarily the age difference that matters, but it's the ages that do, yeah. right? Like, a 21-year-old dating a 29-year-old is super different than a 25-year-old dating a 33-year-old, right? So, all right, well, here we are. So we're on week <laughs> six. <laughs> I don't know. So... During this time, MJ has now kind of emerged as the new villain, I guess. Um, I She's a bad bitch. She's the hairstylist from Ohio. No, I know, I know. Cool as hell hair. Like, I, you can say whatever you want about her. She's a badass. But this is the first two-on-one of the season, which is essentially either... Age matters. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just looking at Kevin. He's saying, that he, "All right, go ahead." He's super active on this one. All right. Each so, um, so it's a two-on-one, which is generally like person A versus person B for some like conflict. So it's Jasenia versus nah, MJ. That wild. <laughs> yeah, and MJ gets sent home. Um, so if you were Matt in a situation where there's clearly conflict between two people, would you want to have a two-on-one? Like. Would you just send them both home being like, I don't really want to deal with this? Or, like, would you see through, no, like, the entertainment process? I, that's a lot of it. I feel like that's that's what they have to do because mm-hmm. it's it's so much drama built. It's so much drama for that episode. It's so much drama for just to talk, just, just the shit that they say back and forth to each other. Like, it's just... <laughs> that, like, chirping. No, the chirping. It's just yeah. like, let me talk, let me talk. No, mm-hmm. I'm going to finish what I got to say. <laughs> and it's just like, that shit is just like, oh! Uh-uh. Like, no, like, watching it, it's just like, oh my god, oh it's my like god. It's like a tennis match. Exactly. Like, oh my god, wait, like I'm watching what? tennis with words. Like, it's insane to watch. Like, I'm going to start saying that now. I'm watching tennis with words. No, like, it was tennis with words. Like, watching it, it's just like. Point there. Point there. No, oh god, you cut her off minus two. Like, so, yeah. It's. In terms of two-on-ones, though, I didn't think that was, like, a super, like, nah, out-of-the-blue two-on-one. Nah, like, it historically, wasn't. it's like, yeah, those generally happen. You'll have one, two, maybe three 
if you're lucky, per per season. I can't believe it brought one rose to the thing with it, though. Yeah. I can't believe someone got a rose after that, actually, now that you think about it. Yeah, that's, that's the thing about two-on-ones, is there's a guarantee that that person is staying. So you can either send them both home, but it's like, what does the lead want to do? I remember in Tasha's season, she did have a two-on-one with Bennett and Noah. Oh, my God. What if... I should watch The Bachelorette with the dudes. The dudes are probably Ooh, wild. They're like, you just see like random like working out scenes. It's like, it's weird. Just like, watching men like interact with each other, I find way funnier, <laughs> to oh, be honest. Tasha and Claire's season, though, I think is a good one to watch. It's like super chaotic. But with them, she, in that specific situation, she decided... I'm not guaranteeing a rose to anybody. I'm sending someone home, but I'm not guaranteeing a rose to the person who stays. So Matt did the opposite of that, which is Jasenia got to officially stay. Yeah. And MJ got sent home. So your girl, Piper. Love Piper. Gets her one-on-one. Um, it is a Bachelor Nation classic. It's a carnival, something like that. Yeah, their their date was lit. Yeah, it's fun. I love carnivals personally. No, I know. Like, they, I they, love they're, summertime. They're like... <laughs> it's crazy because I'll give Matt a lot of credit. Mm-hmm. Minus Serena P, which is why they didn't really, you know. Yeah. We'll get that. He, he's, mm-hmm. he clicks on these dates. Mm-hmm. Like, his date ideas were, like, with All each, in. with, like, like Serena, I mean, not Serena P, fucking Piper. Like, that was a perfect date for those two to go on. Mm-hmm. Like, every date he's had with someone was a perfect date for him to take them on. So this is where, like, I don't know enough about the situation, right? So I wonder how much Matt has to do with that versus, yeah. like, production and him, like, collaborating or, like, just production. Yeah, that's true, too. Maybe I am giving him too much props, but... But, I mean... It's a lit he date. Still gets, I love... Okay, I, like... I love carnivals. If any of you want to date me, please take me to a carnival. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> so, um... Piper, again, revealing deep truths. She reveals some issues surrounding her family and accomplishments. Basically, my first edition of these new, um, this might sound mean, was mommy issues. Like, not getting enough approval for the good things you do, or just not even getting recognition whatsoever. I don't recall if she, again, I was not watching this, so this is like sources with recaps. But I don't recall if she said it's specifically from a parent, but just like in general, she feels like she works really hard. It's like, and for what? So, Matt sympathizes with it, clearly, um, has some element of understanding there, and they click a lot. I think he thinks that she is super hot, and Piper is really pretty, so, but again, she is a younger girl, she is, she's not in college, but she's a graduate student, so, what are your thoughts on her? I'm just thinking, like, even, like, when he was, like... (laughs) When he took M, was it MJ and they ran back when they with like the horse or whatever, and then he just ran over to Piper and just started making out with her. We oh, talked about it last yeah. time. Yeah, the farm date. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't yeah. blame him. I would have done the like, same thing. He just ran up to her and she was doing like a confessional or whatever. So basically, one on one with the camera, and he just like grabbed her and started. And I was oh, like, she's fine. Whoa. Oh, she's fine. She's fine. She's fine. She's fine. I would nominate her for best dressed of this season. She's so fine. Alright, I'm done. This is me just like nodding along. I'm like, yeah, she's pretty. Like, I don't know what to say. Um, okay. So week six, we finally see Heather Martin great make her grand appearance. So do, are you at all familiar with who she is at all? Or would you like me to get I've learned enough. Down? I've learned enough from the show. Okay. No, when she was on uh Cool. Yes, season. good job. Yeah, Colton season. 
You see me trying to whisper, like, yeah, you're like this. <laughs> it was good, yeah. good work. So yeah, she was on Colton season as the girl who has never been kissed. Yeah. And I'm like looking like that. How? Okay. Uh, she's lying. Nah, I don't know. We'll see. She was poked in her ear once as a young girl. You know, <laughs> when she was in high school, there was a boy that that there's no way the the football team wasn't trying to holler at her. So we won't <laughs> let that one pass. She's lying. <laughs> All right. Well, that's that on that. <laughs> So, we've been seeing this, like, preview played up all season. Um, really awful fake shock from Chris Harrison of her rolling up to security in a minivan. Yeah. Being like, Heather, what are you doing here? And I'm like, that is the worst fake shock I've ever heard in my damn life. No, no, you could tell that shit was scripted. So scripted. As soon as you see the record in the top corner, I'm Mm -hmm. like, oh, man, this shit is 1990s. You can tell this shit's scripted. (laughs) So... Yeah, so she, this is when we see her at least appear for the first time. Um, Chicks in the Office and Trent did, like, a Heather count on her, basically, like, counting the amount of time that she was actually on screen. And I think it was anywhere from, like, 15 to 20 minutes total. And it was, all of it was just bad. I feel really bad for this girl. Um, But the last, so the group James Bowling one team versus other team. The winner gets time with Matt. Cool. Like, nothing we haven't seen before. Yeah. But, oh, this is like my favorite one. Okay, so Katie gets the one-on-one. And Tyler Cameron re-enters my screen. And I get so excited. Anyways, so Katie finally gets a one-on-one, which is actually her third-wheeling Matt and Tyler Cameron's bromance. Yep. Oh, <laughs> shit. Yeah. So... Um, I thought the date was hilarious. It's like they did, like, Tyler was, like, getting a massage and the masseuse had, like, um, like, mics in her ear or whatever, like, and they were basically telling him, or telling her what to do, but she gets sent home at the end of the one-on-one. That's pretty much just, like, I feel like we're not there. Meanwhile, Katie's like, I'm falling in love with you, and I got really sad. (laughs) So I'm like, well, this sucks. My question to you... (laughs) No, it's funny, (laughs) because... No, it, it, it's that's so demoralizing. Like, yeah, imagine, she's like, oh, like if I was like, I'm falling in love with you. You're like, nah, we're not there. Here's the we're worst. We're gonna have to end. Yeah, I'd be like, like cut the lights. Nah, like, I, like it, well, I chop it off after. So there's no use. The it. worst part about this is we, besides Matt kissing with his eyes open, we learned his second worst trait, which is he will pick up the rose and hold it regardless of whether he's going to give it to you or not. And then he's like, oh, I can't give this to you. It's and TV. puts it back down. And Katie, you know that, like, pouting emoji that everybody uses, like the puppy dog eyes, where she's just like, oh. Yeah, that's that was her. Not necessarily how it went. So, it's clear, I think it's clear to most people that she's in the friend zone. Would you, at least through this situation, would you agree? Yeah, I mean, that's how he looked at her. Like, thanks for telling me, but, like, I can't be with you. I'm like, mm-hmm. what if you were to do this to me because I did something wrong? You want to snitch on your man? <laughs> so. Do you think that that, her, like, quote, snitching, unquote, had anything to do with his decision? Slightly. Maybe. Slightly. slightly. Mm. I, I, I haven't thought about I, this before, I, so I, I'm like, I, I think, like, like my questions. No, I think, like, it's a 0 to 25% chance. Like, either it had zero effect or it had, like, a little bit of effect, like. Mm-hmm. You're really gonna like look at her like sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes it's just like you appreciate people telling you, but at the same time, like mind mm-hmm. your business. You know yeah. what I mean? Some it depends. It's certain things. In that situation, 
she wasn't wrong, but at the same time, like you never know. It, it like she might have had to say that, and, and that's the only thing. That's that's the most thing she's ever done in her life, and it's just like you have to appreciate her keeping it real, mm-hmm. because like Matt is. He is very oblivious. He just sees these girls and they're all like, oh, hey, Matt, like, we love you. And they all laugh and they all have a good time. Yeah. They all put on a show, like, when they're all together. Mm-hmm. And it's like, as soon as he leaves, he's like, fuck you. Like, the girls are like that <laughs> to each other. It's just like, oh, my God. Like, yeah. you were just smiling in front of this man. You all liked each other. And now, all of a sudden, mm-hmm. it's just. That's interesting. So, what you said before about, like, guys trying to find girls to take care of. Yeah. I think, like, just having this conversation with you has made me reflect back a lot differently. And I think now way more than I did before that Matt is trying to find someone to take care of because Katie does not need to be taken care of by any means. She walked in with a damn dildo named Matt James. She named it MJ. Like if that's not, I don't need a man to make it happen. No, I... If I'm Puscat dolls, I don't know what it is. I told you. I told you. Mm -hmm. You're right. You're right. Some. That's how some men. That's. That's honestly a lot of men. Oh wow, he's terrible. This team is (laughs) god awful. For those of you listening on a podcast, we always have the TV on when we record, and we're watching St. Peter's versus Quinnipiac in college basketball because Jordan has a bet on it. The under. The under one thirty one. And then the other. What are we at now? I can't do math. It's one hundred three. Yes. Correct. So this is going to hit, and the other one is a 158 under. Okay. And was both... that Ryder and Monmouth? Yeah. Was the 150... 158? That's so bold. Okay. That's oh, wow. exactly what I told Frisco on the phone. I literally was on the phone with him. I was just like, like both teams, they, one team scores a lot, one team doesn't. I was just like, I was like, both teams would literally have to score almost 80. Like, And that's not going to no. happen in the... Well, I don't even know what conference this is. It's not a power five, though. Anyways... Yeah, okay. Their pink is People's United, so you know it's not. If you're not watching on Instagram Live, <laughs> if you're watching on Instagram Live and you think Jordan and I should make a sports podcast, please say something positive. Anyways, um, so last question about Katie in particular, because she yeah. does leave after this. Do you think that Matt kept her around this long because he genuinely likes her, or because he knew that he would get information from her? I mean, notice after she left and after Wilson they left, he got everything he needed to do, got the drama out the house, and everything's normal now. Mm-hmm. So, now we're on to week seven. So, this is in context. Nothing in the show hits the fan. No shit in the show hits the fan. But outside of the show with the viewers, shit really hits the fan. So, a quick breakdown is this. So, all of the allegations with concerns to Rachel, Rachel contestant Rachel, this is where it does get different, um, Rachel Kirkinell's behavior, social media activity, um, and just her racist actions comes to light. Yeah. Chris Harrison has an incredibly awful interview with Rachel Lindsay, who, if we remember, she was a contestant originally on Nick Viall's season, and she was the first black bachelorette. She is not an unimportant person. She is an attorney by trade. She now does, like, media stuff as her job. She is a very smart person. Um, and basically... No. Why are you laughing? No, 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 oh, no, 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 no. What did I this say? Game, no, 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 it's not you. I'm oh. sorry. No, 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 no. This game, okay. this game is awful. No, 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 no,
Keep going, keep going, keep going. I just got... Watch, just watch the sequence. No, watch this, watch this, watch this. Oh, just watch how bad this is. Oh. I'm sorry, everybody, for making you wait 45 minutes, but this <laughs> is literally god-awful. All right, go ahead. My bad. This is the week where, long story short, Rachel's allegations and activity appears. Chris Harrison has a horrendous interview with Rachel Lindsay, and then very shortly afterwards, he makes a series of apologies. First is just the first apology. Second is like a more sincere apology to everybody. And he announces that he is stepping aside and won't be involved with like the post-production parts of the season. So like, for example, during the women tell all, which was on Monday, they had a disclaimer that was said previously filmed on February 4th. Yeah. Like, yeah they to did, protect no, themselves. That's crazy. I, yeah, I did. I, I did that. see that. I do so, remember that from yesterday. Yeah. Um, they do now have a replacement, which is not the point of this part, but yeah. we will, I, I really do like their replacement, but it's bad enough because now we're sitting here, it's March 4th, and Rachel Lindsay has de deactivated her Instagram. The amount of hate that she is getting from this situation for simply standing up for herself and trying to denounce racism, which has clearly been a big problem throughout this franchise, yeah. is super bold, and a lot of people are really giving her a really hard time for it and I would I my heart goes out to her like many people's hearts go out to her I think she's a really strong person but it's also very hard to carry an entire franchise an entire franchise's diversity program on your back no it's so hard that's and I can only say so much as like a white straight woman no, right no. like that's but as an empathetic person as an anti-racist person or someone who's trying very very hard yeah. To learn about that. That is so... It's so challenging. It yeah. is. Um, since then, Rachel has this apologized... Right oh, wow. So, since then, Rachel, contestant Rachel, has apologized in multiple forms. In statement form, in video form, in um, trying to learn much more about the situation. She doesn't try... Her apology does not try to play off anything that she did. She doesn't try to make excuses... Yeah. In fact, a lot of the excuses that Chris Harrison made for her on that initial interview, she's like, no, not an excuse. I should have known better and I should have done better. So did you get the chance to see any of her apologies or read any of her apologies? I have not. I heard about every. I heard about like the scandal and everything, mm -hmm. but I haven't seen any of her. I remember okay. you telling me a little bit about it, but... Yeah, because I, I don't feel that it's my place to judge whether it's a good apology or not, right? Yeah. Because technically, I'm not... Like, not even technically. I don't know why I said technically. But I'm not, like, a member of the offended community. Right, this, is, this is what we'll do. I'll let you tell everybody live mm -hmm. what she said. Sure, okay. Let me and then up. I'll let you just say, like... Or even if, it, even if it's just, like, a basis of, like, a breakdown of, like, what she had said... How much more? How much? How much more notes do you have after this? Um, after this, we just get into week seven and week eight is hometown, so not too much longer. I think right, we can cool. wrap it up. All right, let me get to her Instagram. So this is the first written statement from her. So part one. All right. So this is what she says. So <clears throat> quote: While there have been rumors circulating, there have also been truths that have come to light that I need to address. I hear you, and I'm here to say that I was wrong. At one point, I didn't recognize how offensive and racist my actions were, but that doesn't excuse them. My age or when it happened does not excuse anything. 
They are not acceptable or okay in any sense. I was ignorant, but my ignorance was racist. I am sorry to the communities and individuals that my actions have harmed and offended. I'm ashamed about my lack of education, but it's no one's responsibility to educate me. I'm learning and will continue to learn how to be anti-racist because it's important to speak up in the moment and not after that you are called out. If you are a person who doesn't understand the offense in question, I urge you to learn from my mistakes and encourage you excuse me, encourage you to use them as a teachable moment. As for my family, I love them and how they raise me to be my own individual. They have always encouraged me to have my own views, opinions, and beliefs. As I was thinking about what I wanted to say, I couldn't help but think about how sick people must be of reading these kinds of statements, how a person didn't realize the trauma that their actions would inflict on other people. It must get so exhausting. I want to put my energy towards preventing people from making the same offensive mistakes that I made in the first place, and I hope I can prove this to you moving forward. Racial progress and unity are impossible without, parenthesis, white and accountability. And I deserve to be held accountable for my actions. I will never grow unless I recognize what I have done is wrong. I don't think one apology means that I deserve your forgiveness, but I rather hope I can earn your forgiveness through my future actions. That's end quote. Sounds like a lot of Josh Allen to me. So what exactly does that mean? So, when Josh Allen, you know how when these players get drafted, Mm -hmm. they come out with some type of thing that they've done or tweeted in the past? Mm -hmm. Josh Allen probably tweeted something in the past, and it's just like... Oh, I heard this happening. I don't remember Josh Allen happening, like this happening to him, but I do remember... Um, the Georgia quarterback. What was his name? Uh, one there now? No, not the one there now. The one that graduated Easton. a little bit ago. No, not Easton. Um, shoot. You know who I'm talking about, though, right? I forget his name, but... It's like Jared or... It's definitely a Jared name. Jake... Mm. Oh, from? Yes, Jake from. Jake from State Farm. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but I do remember this happening to him. I just didn't know Jeff Sean. Anyways, I'm so sorry. Please. No, 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 you're good. I mean... There's just a lot of things that come out about players after they get drafted. And it's just like, all right, for instance, even like, all right, so a lot of people in the black community were upset with Drew Brees hmm. after what happened. But, like, I grew up in the suburbs, and obviously, like, when things like this happen, like, I feel like a lot of black people forgive. But that's why a lot of black people think a lot of people, a lot more people are racist than they actually are. Hmm. A lot of people are just very uneducated. Mm-hmm. Like Drew Brees, for instance, I don't think he's racist. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's racist at all. Mm-hmm. I just feel like he's very uneducated on what he said and un- uneducated on the situation that certain people have to go through. Gotcha. And it's just like, I don't know, whatever Rachel said, if she was trying to be funny, make a joke, whatever, and then she got exposed, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's just like, sometimes some people do make jokes, like black, white, Chinese, like everyone makes jokes about other people's race at certain times. Mm-hmm. Does that make you racist? No. I mean, Chappelle cracked jokes on Chappelle's show about mm-hmm. every single race, mm-hmm. but everyone loved it. Everyone laughed at it. And he's a comedian. And it's just like some people, it just comes, it, it's, it kind of comes down to your character, like what you believe if someone is mm-hmm. racist or not. And I feel like a lot of black people are trained to think that like some, a lot of white people are racist, but like growing up in the suburbs, like there's a lot of like people that have like proven like they're, They'll stand up for me. They'll say what you mm-hmm. know things that like might bother me or understand where I'm coming from or certain mm-hmm. things, or they just won't say certain things. Mm-hmm. But there's other people that like might say something, but at the same time, like you know they're not racist, but like 
to the world and a lot of people, they will look like that. Okay. So my follow-up question, one of them is, do you, are you familiar with exactly what Rachel got exposed for? Because just in this situation specifically, I, I do apologize for cutting you off. No, you're good. A lot of people, and myself included, do think it matters. So what did, what did, what was the exact... So there were a few things. There was the appropriation of, like, African-American, I guess, vernacular, like the way that black people speak in tweets and Instagram comments and kind of making jokes about that. The biggest one, though, and the one that everybody is very concerned about, there's a lot of, oh, um, before I get into that, I should, like, build up a little bit more. Um, a lot of posing in front of the Confederate flag a lot of either herself or her friends. No, a when lot I see a Confederate posing. flag, I'm not with that shit. <laughs> That's when I know you're racist. <laughs> so I shouldn't say that, but like there's that. Um, a lot of posing with um, like Indian, excuse me, Native American headdress, things like that. Um, the biggest, I would say, the straw that broke the camel's back was her attendance at an Old South sorority party. Mm -hmm. So the quick history of that is she is, I don't remember the specific name of her sorority. I'm not going to try to quote it, but her sorority has a history of throwing an event called an old South party where you would dress up antebellum style, AKA pre civil war style and go to this ball, go to this formal event, whatever. Um, the sorority officially banned this, I believe in either 2015 or 2016. Her attendance at this party was in 2018. So that means that her organization, her chapter, because I was in a sorority, so it's her chapter, not this, hold on, not this one, <laughs> no, but I was in a sorority. No, I know. You said this okay. last time. You were telling me I read this last yeah, time. Yeah, so her chapter, her little part of it, decided to essentially break the rules mm -hmm. and be like, I don't care. This is something that I would like to, I as in this group of women, this is what I want to do. I'm going to continue to do it. Yeah. And now they got caught. So, another thing that I try to think of, but it after watching Get Out, it's hard for me to, like, really do. It's just, like, you want to... Some people, you can't... They It's just the way they were raised. Some people mm -hmm. were raised a certain way, mm -hmm. and they don't get a chance to learn until, thank God, for public school. Public school, you learn a lot. Mm -hmm. You're put in a lot of different situations, and depending on your character, your character alone, not what you were raised on, mm -hmm. you can make your own judgments yourself. Mm -hmm. of what's right and what's wrong, which is why some people might grow resent towards their parents as they get older because they realize certain things about their parents. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, like, is it hard? Like, say if a girl is raised, she's raised, like, the Confederate flag is the best thing ever. Mm -hmm. And then she goes to public school, meets certain friends, hangs out with certain people, mm -hmm. starts to vibe with certain people, and it's just, like, you start to become your own person. And obviously, it takes a certain time, too, because, mm -hmm. like, at what age, like, when you can start telling your family that, like, your ways are wrong. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Or are you in a situation where you even can tell your family that their ways are wrong? No, that's true there too. are many situations where that's Hey, I've watched Shameless. What's the name um, of the, uh, what's the name of the family? Uh, what's Anne's, uh, man's name? Oh, fuck if I know. Anne's man, uh, his guy, whatever. Their whole family is all jacked up. Oh, Frank? The no, main, like the main No, not Frank, not Frank. Ian, like, Oh, Ian, yeah. Mickey. Mickey, yeah, his yeah. family. Oh, wow. Yeah. Whatever their family's mm. name is. Oh, what? It's like Milkovich or something. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. That. That's, like a, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Um, okay, so 
Thank you so much for sharing your thoughts with me on that. No, you're welcome. Um, so concerning the show, this was something that we like looked over before. Do you think that in hindsight of all of this happening, so just to remind people, it is not a live filming of when we watch The Bachelor. It is filmed anywhere from four to six weeks in advance. It comes out as is. And the only live aspects of it are going to be the after the final rose, which is going to be, yeah. I believe, three? No. Fantasy Suites are this week. Final rose is next week. It is coming up. So, like, three weeks from now is when we'll see after the final rose, which is the only live part. Um, so, considering all of all of this, all of this, do you think that ABC in hindsight is giving Rachel a positive edit? Because, so let me also preface everybody with this. So there are many spoilers out there. I'm not quite sure how true they are. There are always spoilers about every season um, that Rachel wins. Yeah. So we see at this point that she's definitely in the top four, top three. Um, Whether she actually wins or not is still up in the air, but like I said, do you think that, in hindsight, there is some positive editing happening? They have to. I mean, okay. I don't know how long. Like you said, it's it's recorded beforehand. I don't know how soon or how you know much they found. You know what? Nah, they definitely do. Because, you know, there's no way they don't find out everything about every single person who comes on that show. There's, hmm. th- there's, there's things nowadays where it's just so much you can find out about somebody, no matter what it is. If, like, someone... Like, that's probably someone's job for the company. Vetting? Yes. Find out everything you can. They're probably in a car, reading the newspaper, watching her go to school since she was fucking 17. <laughs> and that, that, no, that, that, that's crazy because, like, there's no way, like, they, they, they know. They know. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, she's super attractive and she made, she's a good candidate for the show. Fuck, is that a hurricane or something? <laughs> God damn. <laughs> No, like, I don't hear that ass. Like, uh, no, I, I left like the window open. You hear the wind? Yeah. I'm very happy you left the window open this time That's because I was sweating. No. But, like, <laughs> this is, this is wild. Then this time I'm literally wearing jeans and a, and a t shirt, and I'm just. It's like good. It's bright, but, but now I have to walk out to my car. <laughs> oh, God. All right. So. Okay, so there are two, like we said with like the whole Anna Brittany situation, two trains of thought here. First is they did vet her. Yeah. This is totally new, not in notes, not anything. So they first is they did vet her and they decided that this is an educated risk that we are taking with this girl. Second avenue is they did not do enough vetting and now ABC is in panic mode. Mm-hmm. So what do you think about these two angles? Which do you have an opinion about? Which is the more likely? Do you think there's maybe a third that I'm not exploring? Like, talk to me about this. It's funny because ABC can't get in trouble. ABC knows they can't get in trouble. Mm-hmm. They could lose a lot of shit. They, it could look bad. Mm-hmm. Especially if like ABC allows this behavior. Like, if there's if you want to get really deep, there's really deep people out there. For instance, ABC is home of the NBA Finals. Mm-hmm. So, like, what if a lot of educated people out there are like, nah, ABC did this on this, so I'm not going to watch their platform for this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, I mean, that, that, it, it, that's, not, that's really, really deep thinking, but like at the same like time, that's some, if I'm thinking about it, you know the producers are thinking about it. You yeah. have to think about every single situation that's mm-hmm. terrible. And we can even take this another level, right, of, mm-hmm. like, depth. ABC's owned by Disney. 
Yeah. Do we really think that like Disney can do any wrong? No. Despite many instances of the when it's actually. <laughs> Come on. That was such a good one. That music was so good. Anyways, <laughs> I'm sorry, but like, true. No, nah, like, you're right. Capitalism strikes again. Shit. <laughs> but well, yeah. So let's let's wrap this up. Let's bring it home. All right. Let's bring it to the end. Let's so the here we go. Part. Um. Last thing. Okay. This, this is the last thing. So we're Heather. Out. All right. So. We'll make this very quick, but because um, it's not super eventful from here. So Heather is officially on the show. The girls oh, really release their talents onto her. It's crazy. No, um, it's, it's it's bad. They've it's released their bad. pent up feelings and anger on her, and that is the PG version of what they really do. No, it's, it's real bad. I feel it bad is really for her. bad. So do you in this situation? Can you understand both sides? Do you understand where the girls I like the contestants where the girls are coming, are coming from? from. Mm-hmm. And I do, and I understand if you feel a certain type of way about somebody, you're going to pursue it, too. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, if, you know, like, I feel like if you really feel a certain type of way about somebody, you're really, really, really going to pursue it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm a hopeless romantic. Like, Rose Aww. jumping back on the boat in the Titanic was, like, the real shit. Yep. You know what I mean? Oof. Like, that's what yeah. I want. That's what I want someone to do for me. You know what I mean? The notebook, like, I want people to do that kind of shit for me. Like, mm-hmm. if I forget everything, write a book and bring it back to life for me, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Bring the journal and read Ooh. every single entry. I cannot tell you the last time I watched a notebook. That's it's why. on TV all the time. That's it the is. Yeah. That and like Legally Blonde and Mean Girls. Yep. They know when to get you. Even they though, do. yep, I love, yeah. I love all those, so. Um, okay, but can you, so you said you can understand where the girls are coming from, from like, again, just another interruption. Ima- all right, so this imagine, this, this, I'll put it in a sports perspective. Sure. Imagine you're in this, the field of 64. Mm-hmm. So NCAA's. Yep, NCAA. Yep. And all of a sudden, no, imagine imagine you're a 16, imagine you're 11 seed playing in the 68 game. You win your game okay. to get into the 64. Yes, the playing game. The playing game. game. Yep. Mm-hmm. You win that game, you win your matchup in the first round, and then there's 32 teams left. But they're like, we're going to bring back. Yeah. The playing teams. Mm-hmm. Even the now, playing teams. At this point, we might as well talk about the Elite Eight. Because yeah. that's how many we were at. It's like, just kidding. We're going to bring back those teams you like you beat before. Exactly. Yeah. Ooh, I like that. Exactly. This is why we got to do a sports podcast. No. Let like, me like, know. Let me know. Should we do it? We will. I promise. We'll keep we'll me connected to my Philadelphia sports we'll when I move wherever I move. Um. So, last question about Heather specifically, because, again, 15 minutes of fame does get sent home right away. Matt is not worth it anymore. Do you think this should have even been allowed to happen in the first place? These girls made Heather cry. For all intents and purposes, Heather is a a totally fine person. He knows of her. All right, well, Mm -hmm. even when she walked in, he said, Heather? (laughs) (laughs) Heather? What are you doing? Definitely knows of her. Yeah. All right, so I'll mm-hmm. say at least, like you said, he knows of her. Yeah. So do you think this should have been even a thing in the first place? Or do you think it's just another one of those things? It's like she added we to need TV. to appease she, 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 the base who is not happy that a black man is our bachelor. So let's ramp up the drama to keep them around. Because that's the angle that a lot, of, a lot of people are assuming that ABC is taking. I'm so sorry to cut you off. But it's, it's either that. this is we need to appease our inherently racist base who does not want to see this man on TV. So let's make this truly the most dramatic. But there's like a lot ever. of girls out there that are like real girls that are like you that don't stand for no bullshit. And you of see course. and you're like, 
I'm done. Yeah. I have a I have a, I have a table that comes to first watch mm-hmm. every single Saturday to see me. It's a mom and her two daughters, which I found that went to my high school. Nice. Okay. But cool. like, I'll talk to them, and I told them like, you know, I think I told them about our podcast, and she's like, I watch every season. Like, I stopped watching the season. Like, it's really bad. This, 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 and that, and the third. And I'm just like, yeah. wow, like. Mm-hmm. It's like, I've heard this before. Like, you know, mm-hmm. this is the first time I'm hearing this, so. Yeah. Apparently, I don't know if this is true anymore, because I, I saw this, or I heard this mid-season, that this is one of the lowest-rated seasons of The Bachelor. I believe and it. And I just think that they continue to do Matt James so dirty, and he does not deserve it. And it's, I feel bad, because, like, as, 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 I'm, as we're going to end this soon, like, yeah, if you really think about it, done. Matt is, he's a genuine dude. Like, he's, mm-hmm. he, a lot of women will be out there a lot of women out there would be lucky to have a man like Matt. You know what I mean? Agreed. Just a man in general, not off of looks alone. You know what I mean? But just like a man of quality. A man Someone of quality. Who, like, like, again, he, he has a lot. He has takes a good care. Qu- exactly. Yeah. He's very down to earth. He's very, you know what I mean? He's mm-hmm. outgoing a little bit. He's a little He's a little different. He's a little nerdy. I think but he's... like, a, it's cute. No, like, I think his character is, uh, he has a very good character. Yes. It's hot. It's hard yes. to find a man of high character nowadays. And that's exactly mm-hmm. what he is. Like, no matter who you are, no matter what you look like, he still is very humble. Mm-hmm. And that's high character to me, so. Mm-hmm. But go ahead. What, what else you guys All right, so quickly, Serena P. has her second one-on-one. So yeah. this solidifies a few things. Um, first, it means that Abigail is not getting a one-on-one date. So the first impression rose, again, kiss of death. Yeah. So that's that. Um, it was tantric yoga. Um, she okay. She, she, was, was not she was not here for it. She was not there for that No. Show. And she let him know that. No, it, that's what I told you. I was like, mm-hmm. I respect her for saying that, too. Yeah. Because, like, why would you want someone who is constantly going to appease? Like, like we said before, like, why would you want someone who's just going to constantly appease you? They both you? are feeling it. They both no. love each mm-hmm. other a lot, but yeah. it was something. I definitely think that they care for each other a lot. But they care that, for each other, but at the same time, they both that, knew. Mm-hmm. that was, And that's real, too. Like, you're not going to keep fronting. Like, they yeah. both were like, I knew, he said, I knew something was missing. And mm-hmm. she said, you know what I mean? She's like, I hated this. If that's like, not your match, like, it's not your, like, you could really have really deep feelings for a lot of people. But it's just not, it's just not it. It's yeah. just not the match. It's just not what's right for you. Mm-hmm. Like, you can have a lot of love for somebody, but it's just not yeah. it. So it's interesting that we bring this up because something that I have written down is, according to many, myself included, watching this back, um, it is clear at the night portion of this date that Matt is way more into Serena than Serena appears to be into Matt. This is, like, yeah. where that group think starts to dissipate because she is, like... What am I doing? Yeah. What is this situation that we're in? And Matt is like, oh, I like, I can't wait to meet your family because she is the first hometown. Yeah. So she always has such high energy, and it's just like I kind of talked to somebody about this last night. It's just like, what if your energy and your vibe is just like, yeah, like I'm down with whatever, I'm down mm-hmm. with whatever, and all of a sudden you you might get caught up one day. Like, mm-hmm. was this really the right move? Like, I'm always down for whatever, but is this what is what's best for me? You know what I mean? And it's just always, like, something you got to think of. And sometimes, you once you're too deep and it's too late to think about it, like, you're mm-hmm. where you're at, where you're at. Yeah. And she wasn't too deep in, but she was real. They were both real, real deep in, if you know mm-hmm. what I mean. Like, it's yeah. it's literally It's not too, impossible to escape, but, but we're still really At the point, it. like, if one person just leaves, like, that, uh, and that's where I'm going to end, right there, because we got to go anyway. It's been an hour and 20 minutes. Wow. So, no, listen, listen, listen. That's right. when That's when she left. 
Mm-hmm. And it, like it wasn't a good time for her to leave because she was going to get a roast. Yep. If she would have kept going how she was going, she was going to get a roast. So let's, someone else would have yeah. went home. So let's recap super quickly before yeah. we make this jump. Yeah. So we'll leave it at hometowns. So hometowns is Serena P, Rachel, Bree, and Michelle. Yeah. So now the four front runners have been established. And this leaves us at what looks like part three, which yeah. is Women Tell Law, the end of this show, and Emmanuel Acha, who is now the host of After the Final Rose. Who, what's his name? Emmanuel Acho. Why does that name sound familiar? He used to play for the Eagles and the Browns. He's an ex-NFL player. And I knew that name sound familiar. Yes. That's so fucked up. Okay, okay, and okay. So he does NFL commentary, but he also has a web series called Conversations with a Black Man. So one of the more prominent ones um, is when he actually sits down with police officers and he just has a conversation with them. It's I learned a lot from that. I really yeah. did. So I encourage everybody to watch it in general. But yeah, so that's... Uh, he's is also just so fine looking. No, no, oh my no, god, I he gotta, is an excellent. Well, you're he gonna show me a picture. So Ooh. once this podcast is over, I'm gonna run to the bathroom because I really have to take a piss. And then you can show me the picture. You can go first. I'll hold it. Ladies first. No, it's okay. But me and you, we're gonna do a sports podcast. We're gonna talk. We're gonna figure things out. Mm-hmm. And then we'll do a part three of this. Obviously, I guess once the whole thing is over, so that'll probably be in what two or three weeks. Yeah, we got a lot of time. So we got we got. So you gotta plan what your what's on your what's up on the docket. Like what are you what's gonna fill? What are you gonna fill? I have, a, I have a lot. Of, well, I have a good I have good topics to come up for the next two weeks to fill the in between part before we do the third part of like the ending of this. Yep. But end of the end. The end of the end. Like we'll finish where we didn't where we didn't finish now. <laughs> Kevin said no <laughs> again. But like, Kev, shut up. I'll I'll make sure that we talk about. I'll talk about some fun stuff in between. We'll get to where we need to get to. We'll definitely have our sports thing started by then. Like March Madness is about to come, so like Ooh. if we if we put something together, your sports IQ is trash. The Bachelor is better than your your sports knowledge. That's so damn disrespectful. Kevin, who are you talking to? Kevin's a little baby back bitch, barbecue sauce. <laughs> but anywho, I'm done. Noelle, you want to say anything else before we go? You know where to follow me at Noelle Cecilia on all major platforms. And you can follow me on. I should just make them all the same. Mm-hmm. I should just that make was all one thing. the Jordan Rules podcast straight across the board. The Jordan Rules podcast IG. Shout out to my girls for listening for and, part two. <laughs> wow, they did. Thing. No, no, that's that's real. That's real. Both y'all. Wow, Kevin's a hater. Kevin, we gonna have to chat. George so hard on Twitter and George one nine eight nine on Snapchat. And uh, Kevin said, "Don't follow us." So. Don't follow Kevin. He's ugly and he's a dirty motherfucker and I gotta go. Bye. Good night.